You're listening to the Super Fights Podcast, the podcast where two fictional characters enter and they both leave because it's imaginary. But we will find out who would win if they fought. This week in the Super Fights Arena, a rage monster versus another rage monster? Who's going to win? Keep listening to find out. Welcome to the Super Fights Arena, the podcast where we talk about fictional characters and the hypothetical battles they would have and who would win. We're welcoming to the arena today, Sean Coyle. Sean, hello. Hello. Improviser, actor, Disney prince come to life, Sean Coyle. If you could look into his blue eyes like I am right now, oh, you'd be swept away. Oh, man. I'm already blushing. We're only 30 seconds in. This is what I want to do. I want to flatter my guests so they come back again and again. So this is our first episode. I'm going to break it down for the listeners exactly what we do here on Super Fights. Sean, thank you for being on the inaugural episode. Oh, man, it is my honor. I'm uh, very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So on Super Fights, it's like it's like what we said in the intro, y'all. We're going to talk about two fictional characters, sometimes maybe more than two, sometimes teams of fictional characters. We're going to match them up head-to-head, and we're going to figure out who wins. Now, this isn't a debate podcast. This is strictly facts and opinions and emotions and what feels right in our guts. We're gonna we're just gonna get down to the nitty gritty of it and we're gonna figure out exactly who wins, what the right answer is. So today on the podcast, uh, with a little bit of brilliant SEO on my part, if I do say so myself, we're gonna be looking at Wolverine ooh, versus the Hulk. Fight! Oh man. Yeah. Ooh, it's a classic matchup. It's a classic matchup, Marvel's Wolverine versus Marvel's The Hulk. Now, I told you beforehand, and I want to let our listeners know, specifically we are discussing the movie versions. Right. Now, we're, we're not going to go into the comic book lore. We're not going to go ultimate like versus mainstream, like 616. We're not going to break it down that way. We are strictly looking at movie versions of these characters. Although, I think... Wolverine made his first appearance in a Hulk comic book. That is correct. But I don't. I've never even looked up if he won or. Lo- I'm assuming he lost in that comic book because it was a Hulk is on the cover. Right, right. And he's brought in as a villain. That you are correct. The first appearance of Wolverine was in the Incredible Hulk, and he because he was a villain. Well, he was brought. I mean, the thing in the Incredible Hulk comics is like villain is a strong word. Right, exactly. Basically, everybody is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he appeared in issue 181, first issue 181 of The Incredible Hulk. And go. then moved on to be an X-Men character, obviously, as everybody knows and loves these days. Then moved on to be Hugh Jackman. And then moved on to, he's just become <laughs> Hugh Jackman. It's weird It's weird that now uh, Marvel has to just use Hugh Jackman in their stories. <laughs> it's very strange. Um, but that actually goes into a little bit what we're talking about, uh, because we're looking at the movie versions here, and they're slightly different than their comic counter comic book counterparts mainly that we don't know as much about them because we, we don't have 50 years worth of comic books to look at right um but i want to go through your gut here first first reaction wolverine versus the hulk i want us both to say who wins on the count of three okay three two one the hulk, hulk. yes yeah it's got to be the hulk right that's my gut reaction it's the gut yeah it's got to be the hulk um, and I'm sorry, Hugh Jackman. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you want to fight the Hulk. And you're welcome, Eric Bana, <laughs> Ed Norton. <laughs> Eric Bana. 
Have you ever seen a movie that Eric Bana is in where you were like, he was good in that movie? Um, I need to know. Funny People. He was... <laughs> is it Funny People? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. He was like um, the, the husband of Adam Sandler's ex-wife. Okay. Like the current husband. I never saw it. And he's pretty good in that. Okay, good. Because <laughs> every movie I see him in, I'm like, what a snooze. <laughs> he's, he's like the least interesting part of every movie I've ever seen him in. And I, I don't understand. I mean, I, he's not in that many movies anymore, so maybe that's why. But I don't think this changes my gut instinct. But if we're going to go, are we going off the combination of movies for these for these characters? I think we're looking at all movies, but we have to look at, I think, most current iteration Okay. for the Hulk since he's been kind of rebooted a little bit. Yeah. So we're not going to Eric Bana, uh, Ong Lee Hulk, <laughs> who, like, grows <laughs> when he gets mad. And we need it. to address a few things about that Hulk if we're going to move past it. Yeah. One is that... <laughs> I'm pretty sure the I mean the the ultimate fight sequence. Uh, he goes up against a U.S. military, but really yeah. only fights like a couple tanks and helicopters. But then the ultimate fight sequence is him versus like mutated poodles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like three crazy bad CGI CGI dogs, <laughs> and they're just like scary looking dogs. And then he fights like his dad, but his dad is a cloud. Who's Nick Nolte, right? Yeah. I think it's Nick Nolte. Oh man, that's like the same plot of as a is that is that Warrior? Have you seen Warrior? It's a um, really good movie. Yeah. Like oh the yeah. The UFC movie where Nick Nolte is he's like uh, he's got PS PTSD. Yeah, and Tom Hardy like hugs him, and it's beautiful. And then he turns into a cloud. <laughs> he turns into a cloud, and he fights his son. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're gonna go with more. I think we're going with more Mark Ruffalo Hulk versus Eric Bana Hulk. That's a good Hulk. Um, yeah, it's a solid Hulk, and like you know. Edward Norton's Hulk it kind of just bridges the gap, but you know, right. not not a lot going on there aside from just like bridge, literally bridging the gap and being like, let's get this guy into the Avengers. Right. Um. So yeah, we're looking at more Mark Ruffalo Hulk. We're looking at Hugh Jackman himself, the Wolverine. Um. Since he is, have you gone back and watched? Side note, have you gone back and watched like the original X Men movie at any point in the last couple of years? Not in the last couple of years, maybe five years ago. It is insane when you look at Hugh Jackman then. And I remember thinking, like, wow, this guy looks like he's ripped. He's like Wolverine. Oh, yeah. And then you look at him now. Oh, yeah. No, I know what you mean. It's insane. Yeah. He looks like a doughy, like, freshman in college. Slender. He's slender, and he's like, he's like, he's not, he's not fat. He's built still, but he's like not ripped. No. Like, X Men Origins Wolverine on style. When you see him, you're like, he looks like a lizard man, like, just with veins popping out of his entire body. Do you think that that's. Just because of advancements in like whey protein and things, <laughs> I don't know. Because I don't think he's on steroids. I don't, I don't think he's on steroids either. No, he seems too down to earth and like he, he seems like a very good guy who would never do steroids. Um, because he just like I think because he loves working hard too much. My theory is this was like almost one of the first X Men movie, or it was the first X Men movie, but like also one of the first like superhero movies when they started getting big. Yeah, and like not everyone had to be ripped yet. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, no, totally. Because even like... And he was taken straight from the stage. Right? Yeah. They were yeah. just like, you got done... You were done playing Oklahoma on the West End. Like, come be come be Logan in Wolverine right now. I remember my dad being very upset. Because uh, <laughs> he comes from, you know, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger era. Right. And he is a huge Wolverine fan as well, as am I. And was like, man, who is this guy who's a foot too tall? Yes, he's way too like, tall. 30 pounds too light. Yeah, right? Yeah. This, this big, like, just tall like australian guy slender dude who's only ever done like freaking uh, broadway or west end and 
Was Van Helsing before or after X Men? After. After. Okay. That because that was whenever people were like, "Hugh Jackman, action star." Yeah. Sure. And then he became like the p- pinnacle of action star. Um, Which yeah. I would do want to say one thing about that. Hugh Jackman would whoop Mark Ruffalo's ass. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, oh, no, not even no question about it. Uh, Hugh Jackman <laughs> could whip I think anybody's ass who plays anybody. I was gonna say any superhero, but I think Hugh Jackman versus any other actor, he'd probably win. Maybe. Because he's also he's from Australia, so you know he's like yeah. But so is what's his face Thor. Um, oh, Chris Hemsworth, yeah, Chris Hems- that's true. and he is big. He's huge. He's actually he's like what six three or yeah, something. Yeah, he's like way tall and younger. I think he'd whoop. That's true. He's got he's ass. got the he's got like the vim and vigor of a young man. Hmm, that's a good point. I was thinking too, like Tom Hardy is also. I feel like Tom Hardy is Tom really Hardy's. Big. He can't be beat. No, he, he he's like <laughs> he's like he's like Brock Lesnar in like any wrestling game. You're just like, well, I, I quit. I can't win. I'm done. This should actually this should be Tom Hardy versus Wolverine. <laughs> yes, Tom Hardy <laughs> versus Tom Hardy. Ver- All right, we're gonna change the podcast. It's a. It's actually gonna be. It's actually. <laughs> we're actually pitting actors versus each other, and we're gonna talk about who would win there. Um. Okay. Okay. We gotta get back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Wolverine versus Hulk. Gut instinct says the Hulk. Yeah. Um. Me too. Uh. Let's. I'm, let's. Well. Let's. Let's just talk a little bit about each character. You got the Hulk. He's yep. the strongest there is. All right. Yeah. Uh. He gets stronger the angrier he gets. Uh, that's that's so key in this. I think. It's so key <laughs> because his strength technically has no bounds. Yeah. He's indestructible in a sense that doesn't seem finite. No. It's yeah. It literally cannot be destroyed. Cannot be stopped because he just keeps. The matter, he, like, he could just keep getting stronger. Right. The more punishment he takes, it's like mm-hmm. he's just getting more and more strong. And his feats, and we're not going into, I mean, going into, dipping into comics a little bit. His feats of strength are, like, unparalleled amongst his, like, peers in the Marvel Universe. Right. Like, he, um, didn't he snap Silver Surfer's board? I, pr- I think he did. Which I want to look insane. that up just to make sure. But he also, like, held up, like, a billion ton mountain. Like, he's done a lot of stuff. Right. Um, but when we're looking at the movie Hulk, still very, very strong. We don't know kind of the upper limits of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe's Hulk strength, um, but we do know that he's stronger than Iron Man suit of armor, than Captain America, than Thor. Presumably, he's right. the strongest one in that universe. Right. Uh, so, so I'm trying to think of the upper limits of what, what have we seen the Marvel Cinematic Universe Hulk do that would be categorized as probably his strongest, like the strongest we've seen thing we've seen him do. I'm trying to think. He really punished that mutant poodle at one point. <laughs> he destroyed that scary, <laughs> scary dog. Um, well, so uh, so this is more Avengers Hall. Yeah, right? I'm thinking more Avengers. He, he one feat of strength that's pretty impressive, right, is he kind of just threw a haymaker at one of those giant alien worms ship that came things. out of the ships yes. and single-handedly like drove it into the ground right he just yeah he legit just kind of like did a little just a little big punch into it yeah and just knocked it down which all the other avengers had to work together to do and hulk was like i can i can one shot this right so obviously the strongest avenger we've seen um i we haven't seen him like necessarily like delivering crazy well and then you also have an age of ultron when he's up against the the iron man like hulkbuster suit yeah, um, and took a lot of punishment, and I know eventually Iron Man won that fight, but that seemed a little off to me. Um, right, but so so we know that Marvel Universe Hulk can be beaten. It just takes a lot of strength and like repeated battering to do it. 
Yeah. How much battering would you say does it take Gosh. to just like kind of knock him senseless? Well, I don't know. Man, I wish I was a physicist right now because I would love to break down <laughs> the force that that like Iron Man had to punch him with over and over again. Because he wins that fight, right? Iron yeah. Man wins that fight and yeah. like eventually knocks the Hulk out, which right. is crazy. Um, but yeah, how much does it take to knock the Hulk out? I don't know. That's that's where I'm a little bit confused too because I guess if this was my thesis statement and we're talking Wolverine versus Hulk cinematic universe I think that you know Wolverine his best you know chance is going to be using his claws yep um and driving them through the Hulk skin which he could cuz they're adamantium right um and maybe going for the neck and things like that mm-hmm. but ultimately the second that those claws go in i feel like the hulk just gets more pissed right rather than like you know a boxer getting hit in the face and kind of like losing consciousness yeah just get angrier like getting poked with pins because you have to like wolverine would have to one shot kill him right with the claws or else the hulk's just gonna like regenerate and get madder there's another thing we've seen is that the hulk has like some regenerative powers and like heals very quickly which Wolverine does as well, but the Hulk seems is also a lot harder to, to damage. This is exactly how I see it going down. Okay, let me give you the play by play. Let me give me the play by play. All right, so Let, let's uh, let's put this let's put this in the super fights arena, which is going to be just classic New York Street. There are skyscrapers, no bystanders, no one has to be saved. Wolverine and Hulk are facing off. Hit me with it. Yeah, and we're assuming whatever has led to this storyline, they see each other and know it's going down. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're just squaring off. Yeah. Wolverine's going to try to use his agility and the fact that, you know, the more upset the Hulk gets, the less his chances are of success. So he's yes. going for a kill shot is what I think. Right. Right off the bat. Um, so he's using his agility and his quickness. He's sprinting at the Hulk and hoping that the Hulk doesn't grab him mm-hmm. and he can launch off one of his feet and just go straight for the jugular. Right. Just... Both claws, both hands, straight for the throat. Okay. Uh, and if he gets it in there... Who knows? It's Maybe. game over. Yeah. But if he gets caught, if the Hulk squeezes him <laughs> yeah. there, once he gets one hand on him, he's done. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, I know like in one of the scenes in, in X-Men, just like talking about Wolverine's, you know, re- you know rejuvenative power, mm-hmm. he gets shot in the head, mm-hmm. headshot, falls down to the ground, and he's out for like a, a minute. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, if you ripped off his arms, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, I guess that's, that's another point though, is this adamantium skeleton. Mm-hmm. Now let's break, yeah, let's break this down. Cause I'm, I want to get a little bit into the science of it, um, which neither of us are scientists. Sean, you're not a scientist, are you? I am not a scientist. Okay, great. What is your, what was your degree in, in college? Uh, double major, Josiah. Okay. Uh, marketing and management. Nice. With a minor in cinema studies. Very so nice. So maybe I am a little qualified. <laughs> yeah. You're kind of, you're more qualified <laughs> than I am. Um, cinema studies. Yeah. That, that's perfect for this uh, mine was in musical theater so i'm not a scientist and i also didn't have a, a double major or a minor so sean is more educated than me right at the gate but i was looking this up a little bit earlier wolverine skeleton is coated in adamantium yeah we know that for sure but there's a lot of other stuff that goes into making a body work we're talking ligaments we're talking tendons right you know what you know what's not coated in adamantium those ligaments. That's what keeps your bones together. Or his genitals. Or his, or his jennies. <laughs> um, that would be awful if it was. Like, he would never be able to get a bone. Either he would never be able to get a boner, or he would constantly have a boner. <laughs> like, I don't know which one it would be, but it would be awful. Yeah. <laughs> and it would hurt no everybody. Upside. Yeah. No, there's no upside to it. Um, but his ligaments aren't coated in adamantium, because if they were, he wouldn't be able to move. 
So he has, and like in different versions of the comics, he has been seen to be torn in half, lost limbs. He, so his ligaments can be torn, can be broken and cut through or ripped off. So I, I think that translates to movie versions as well. Like he, he has been shown to be resilient, but not invincible in the movies. Um, and I think the most resilient he ever was was probably in X-Men 3 The Last Stand, which is... A, a horrible movie to have to talk about, and I'm sorry. To bring I really it up. blocked that out of my memory. Yeah, I'm sorry to bring it up. I don't want you to remember any of this. So close your ears. <laughs> I don't want to put any of this back in your mind. But there's a part at the end where he's going up against Jean Grey and oh, her the Phoenix. Yeah, in her like dark Phoenix persona, and she's like melting molecules off him or something, and he's regenerating them as fast as she's blowing them off, which is insane uh, because oh. that, he's never been seen to be that fast of a healer before, and I hate it. And but he like is able to heal himself fast enough then to kill her before she can kill him. Right. But she's also not a green rage monster that's basically indestructible. Right. So in our scenario of the Hulk and Wolverine is squaring off empty road, I, I I think, yeah, the only way the Wolverine can win is if he gets off like a shot that can knock out or kill the Hulk in one go. Now here's my other question. This is a science question. Maybe you can help me with this. Okay. Wolverine's claws are made of adamantium. Yeah. And they are very, very sharp. Now I, if I had a very sharp knife with me right now, yes, but I poked it on you with not very much force. Why? Just a hypothetical. <laughs> Let's say that the title of this episode is Sean versus Josiah. <laughs> okay. And we're in and a you fight. get a knife. <laughs> I have a knife, and you don't have a knife. Okay. I'm over in your Hulk in this scenario. Okay. I have a very sharp knife, and I just like poke you with it, but it's not yeah. very hard. Okay. It's like with a little bit of force. That's not going to hurt you that bad. Correct. It might draw blood. Right. But it hurt, hurt you that our bad. friendship. <laughs> yeah, I would be very sorry later. <laughs> and I would hope that you would forgive me. But that's not going to hurt you that bad. Now, let's take that. Let's scale it up. Yeah. I'm Wolverine. My claws are very sharp. The Hulk is the Hulk. Wolverine does not have super strength. Even though he has these very sharp knives in his hand, can he puncture the Hulk's skin with them? That's my question. It. De- I think it depends how pissed off the Hulk is. Right? Right? I, and I would say if... if if, it, if we're talking science, Wolverine's skeleton is made out of steel. I'd mm-hmm. say it's very, very slim chances that he can actually break skin there. Right, because right? he would just... That would probably... Because the thing about adamantium is it's unbreakable. It's unbreakable. So his claws will not break no matter how hard he hits the Hulk. Yeah. And I'm going in with the assumption that they're extremely sharp. Yes. So th- this is like, you know... Imagine your your finest Cutco knives. Mm-hmm. I mean, just okay. astronomically improved, oh, right? Whoa! I can't. Whoa! And then just reimagine okay. that physique of Hugh Jackman. Oh dang! So not super strength, but the strength of maybe ten regular men. <laughs> yeah, ten of me at least, <laughs> right? Uh, That's and, true. and assuming that these are extremely extremely sharp and you know made out of unbreakable alloy. alloy yes. I think yes. Yeah, I think I think you're right because I feel like I've seen we've seen the Hulk like get battle scars on him and like his skin breaks so it seems to be that he's not so much unbreakable as he is just incredibly resilient right so with enough force he can be broke he, like his skin can be broken and he can bleed but like my only question is i think wolverine would be strong enough combined with the sharpness of his claws to break skin yeah but i don't but then once again i don't know if that's enough to take the hulk down i don't know if it's enough either and then that's why my gut instinct is still the Hulk. Yeah. And one thing that you know I wanted to clarify would be, there's someone's winning the fight if it's knockout, if it's knockout, if they if they are knock knocked out, in, in, incapacitated anyway, 
which includes death or KO. Right, or tap out. Or tap out. If there's like, please no more. <laughs> or if they're like restrained in a way that they cannot get out. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, see, in that case, because I, I don't think the Hulk would kill Wolverine. No, and that this goes into... So so we both said the Hulk, so now I kind of want to move into an, a, a different segment where we kind of break down sort of the meta of these superhero fights that we see, yeah. especially in the movies. Right. So like, for instance, earlier we talked about Iron Man fighting uh, the Hulk in Age of Ultron and yep. how the Hulkbuster armor and, and Iron Man ends up winning. Now, I think that's a little that's a little weird considering what we've seen the Hulk do before. Right. And what we've seen Iron Man do before. So we're going to talk about a little something called plot armor, which is a term that I learned back when I was on Tumblr and uh, <laughs> was trolling all the superhero boards. Why are you boards. making that face? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just a little, little, little backstory about why I wanted to start this podcast. I used to troll around on Tumblr and like lurk and like look at people's uh, like these kind of matchups and stuff and talking about superheroes. And also way back in the day, I used to lurk on the Marvel uh, forums, like Marvel.com forums. Oh, yeah. Where there were a whole thread set up of like who would win like this person versus this person. And I would just scroll through those and read what everybody was saying. So this is my version of that. <laughs> and yeah. They use the term plot armor a lot. So to explain it to the listeners, plot armor is the idea that some characters have this armor or aura around them that means they cannot be beaten in certain situations so batman's never going to lose a fight in a story like he can lose fights but in the end he's going to win same with uh same with like captain america your your main character in your storyline is going to lose sometimes but in the end you know he's going to win so that's the idea of plot armor. Like, they may lose the battle, but they'll win the war. Exactly. Before the movie wraps up, they're going to be happy. Exactly. So yeah. it's like in the first Avengers movie, they lose that their first like confrontation with Loki, but then when things go down in the end and the alien invasion happens, you know they're going to win because they have the, the plots on their side. They're the heroes of the story. They're going to get through it. Gotcha. So with plot armor in this, in this story between Wolverine and the Hulk in a hypothetical fight between Wolverine and the Hulk... Yeah, who wins? Because you mentioned you don't think, uh, and this and this go well. That goes into something else that we're gonna talk about in a second. With plot armor, who do you think wins? If it was a story told, Wolverine versus, versus the Hulk. We doing a countdown, or you just want? Let's do, let's do a countdown. Okay. Three, two, one. Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a better story if Wolverine beats the Hulk. Totally. Yeah. Totally. It's a cooler story to have the scrappy underdog come in and take down the big unbeatable giant. Exactly. I mean, it's just set up for such a David and Goliath type yes. fight, right? I mean, maybe overall you could make it a compelling Hulk movie on his own. Yes. You know, where it's Bruce Banner struggling with, you know, yeah. having anger issues. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Good but, therapist. Uh, but if, if this is a drawn out fight, mm -hmm. you want the person who's thinking like a person to win. Like a human to win. And if and if we're looking at once again those like we're looking at the movie versions like we said we're looking at Hugh Jackman's Wolverine versus like Mark Ruffalo's Hulk I want Hugh Jackman's Wolverine to win every fight he's in oh you yeah want, and you want to watch him get in every fight and that's one of the reasons why I, why I wanted to do this matchup because they've talked before in interviews I think uh, Hugh Jackman's talked before about how it'd be very cool to see the Wolverine and and the Hulk face off I keep saying the Wolverine like it's a title I don't know why <laughs> and I also say the Hulk um, a lot so you're welcome for giving you these titles you may or may not deserve these characters <laughs> but Hugh Jackman's talked about a lot how it'd be cool to see those two characters fight on screen which will never happen because the rights and whatever but I think in that instance it would be a very cool fight but I think it, it depends on whose story it is but I think it's a better story if Wolverine wins no doubt like it, it that's how it would have to happen yeah i can't imagine anybody being satisfied 
with because I mean you just got to picture the end of the fight, mm-hmm. right? Cinematically. Yeah. Yes, if you if you if you, with Wolverine ending, he's like a bloodied pulp on the ground, and the Hulk is just like, well, that was easy. And then he like saunters off, yeah, and no. like is confused. That doesn't make any sense. No, and if you have Wolverine win though, you've got this like mon, you've got this like monster, and you've got this hero on top of it who's just done the most amazing feat of his entire like life. Right. It's it's much more fun, much more inspiring. Right. Um. So yeah, with plot armor, I think Wolverine takes it. Totally. Without plot armor. I think it's still Hulk. I would have to 100% agree. If writers were writing stories for only logic and not story, the Hulk would win every fight he's ever been in. Exactly. But so with all great stories though, right? Yeah. And all like great stories unfolding in movies and cinema, it, you always want that underdog that there's yep. only one way that they could win yeah. to win by that one way. Yes. It's right? like, oh, there's there's an exhaust port that's just this big and we <laughs> right. gotta get the proton torpedoes in there. And it's like, okay. It's the um it's the miracle speech, right? Yes. If we played them ten times, they'd beat us nine. Yes. But not tonight. I love Miracle. Me too. That's man. such a good movie. Oh man, I forgot about Miracle. <laughs> so good. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah, it is. And and it's weird that we like these stories because we know what's gonna happen. It's like we know that they're gonna win. The, they're gonna win the hockey game. Right. We know that Luke's gonna get the proton torpedoes. Just because they've told us the way, the only way it can happen, we know that that's how it has to happen now. Right. And when, but and then it's fun to have stories where they break that conven- convention and they win some other way. But even when they do exactly the thing that they said they were gonna do, like thirty minutes ago, we're still like, yeah. It's still satisfying. It's still very satisfying. And yeah, I think that's why it makes for a better story if if Wolverine wins the fight. Um, which you have to go into motivation and stuff like that. But now this one's slightly different. Ooh, is it going to be ahead. what if George R. R. Martin wrote <laughs> wrote wrote the fight scene? Because then it would be uh, they give you the exact way, like the exact thing right. that Wolverine would have to do to win, and then it would seem like it's going to happen. And then Hulk would smash him to bits. Yes, <laughs> he would and kill him, dead. kill him, and then like sa- he would saunter off, he would, yeah. and it would leave you feeling hopeless empty and helpless inside <laughs> um that would be very interesting to, like uh to, I, I wonder if george r martin's ever written comic books that would be very interesting to like let him free in the sandbox of any comic book universe oh man that would be awesome it would be devastating um and also awesome but I, <laughs> this goes back to what you're saying you don't think the hulk would kill wolverine so let's look at these characters let's look at these movie characters who wins when they're acting in character and who wins when they're acting out of character? This is similar mm. to plot armor, but I think slightly different. Because in my mind, we're looking at if they are the people they are yeah, and have the values they have, who wins? And, or if they are have all the abilities they have, but are their human emotions are like stripped away. Like if we were controlling them in a video game with right. just straight up statistics. Right. So it's slightly different from plot armor, but I think it's still an interesting conversation to have. Yeah. So let's do in character. Um, I don't know if we have to count this one down, but I agree with you. I don't think the Hulk would kill Wolverine if he... Mark Ruffalo's Hulk specifically. I think he would... Because he's, he's shown he has a little bit of control over his anger. Yeah. So I think he would get to that point and would try to stop himself. Mark Ruffalo's a sweet guy. He's a sweet, he's a nice guy. <laughs> Sweetest dude in Hollywood. Um, he, he hates fracking, guys. <laughs> he hates it. He loves the earth. And, <laughs> and all people. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I would have to agree. Yeah, because... And I think similarly, I don't... Well, I don't know, that's the thing. In character, does Wolverine kill the Hulk if he has the chance? Oh, man. 
It depends on it depends on what the relationship was beforehand. Yeah, it's true. Is this just a monster he doesn't know? Right. Is this uh, is this some is this like or is this like a mission that he's been sent on? It's like you have to take out the Hulk. Yeah. Even though he's like, well, I know the guy. I know him as Bruce Banner. So I don't know. But I think out of character, if we were just controlling them both, like as like sock puppet video game style, I think it's the Hulk. Yeah. Totally. You're looking at That's statistics. just only in another advantage that the Hulk would have. Yeah. Just like not being an idiot. Yeah, right? Like just <laughs> pure strength of just like, you're dead. Right. Because you just rip him in half. Exactly. If you strip away all human emotion and like empathy from the Hulk, he's just a rage machine, just a monster that is literally as strong as he can be. Right. Infinity, in infinite direction. And Wolverine also can be the rage monster, but doesn't have that strength behind him. Exactly. And that's why I think that, you know, maybe Wolverine could, if, uh, you know, that they weren't being controlled, like, mm-hmm. you know, and they were their characters, they had their characters' mental ability. I was trying to think of a way that maybe Wolverine could use Hulk's stupidity against him, even in this, um, the environment of, you know, New York City Street with nobody on it. Right. Um, but still, you, you are constantly running the risk of... Him just getting a hold of you. Right. And, you then, know? and then doing the classic Avengers Loki thing where he just goes bam, bam, bam. He like right. bam, bam from Flintstones uses you back and forth. And then you're and then you're dead. Even though, well, Wolverine might not die from that because he'd heal. Because he's not going to break any bones. But that's a lot of ruptured internal organs. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to be good. <laughs> it's it's going to be. It's going to take a while. It's going to be a lot of juice just eking out of every part of his body. It's going to be real gross. Uh, yeah, I, I think Wolverine in character, because there's kind of different parts of Wolverine that we see in the comics, but I think the movie Wolverine, he's shown that he can kill, but I don't, and we've heard a lot about him being a killer and like getting over that, but I don't know if he's as stone cold of a killer as we see in the comic books. Exactly. He seems a lot softer in the movies. Yeah. I mean, he did kill Jean once she turned Dark Phoenix, which was like a really big thing. So maybe he could kill the Hulk if he was convinced that it was like... For the greater good. For the greater good. I think he probably would if he could. But even then, I don't think he's got I don't think he's got the skills. I don't think he has the necessary strength to do it. Yeah. And then, I mean, the Hulk in character, I don't think he would either. Not, you were saying, you know, there's been times where it shows that deep down in his, you know, like uh, CGI <laughs> Mark Ruffalo'd face, like he can remember right. people's faces and kind of, you know, calm himself down a little bit. I think it'd be the way that I like to think of it is he would smash Wolverine to bits. If he was infuriated, you know, right. if the fight went a little while, um, smashes him to bits. And then it'd be like King Kong after he killed that T-Rex. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. kind of like playing with his jaw or whatever, almost mm. like just childlike and then kind of move on. Yeah. Because that's how I think of, like, the Hulk a lot of times. If he gets to a certain level, it's yeah. just like, you are just all animal. He's all, like, all id. There's no more, there's no more human, like, facade. It's just, it's just pure instinct at right. that point. Yeah, I agree. I think he would just destroy him and then be like, well, whatever, that's over. Off. Yeah. And he also has the kind of, like, everyone just leave Hulk alone thing where he'd be like, this guy tried to kill me and I, I killed him, so that's what he gets. Yeah, Hulk jump out of here. Hulk jump poof, away. And then... Uh, Wolverine's eyeball starts slowly Just getting slowly sucked back, back. in. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing is I think people, uh, people, people when they talk about matchups of Wolverine versus anybody, they talk about that healing factor, which we've kind of glossed over. But we've seen the uh, movie Wolverine's healing factor, and it's good. But it's not like Deadpool good, where you can slice off his arm, and by the end of the fight, he's got a new arm. Right. You know, 
so like if the Hulk the Hulk could incapacitate Wolverine quickly before he would be able to heal himself back. Right. It's yeah, it's to the point where it's not instantaneous. No. I think the best they kind of change it like you said like at the end of the third X-Men mm-hmm. he's you know putting Adams back into his face as quickly as they're being, as they're being disintegrated. Removed, yeah. yeah. But when you're looking at the basics something that we can all identify with is someone puts a bullet <laughs> between his eyes yeah. <laughs> and he's out for at least a minute. Yeah. You know, so and then it gets up but in that minute the Hulk's already gone. Like you've already lost that fight. Yeah, exactly. So the Hulk the Hulk either kills or incapacitates Wolverine before he can heal himself quick enough to take him on and deliver that killing blow. Right. Is I think the sort of conclusion we've reached here. The only the only tough part I have like wrapping my head around it is like can he like squish uh, his head like a peanut because that's the okay that's the thing because this his skeleton still i mean your skull mm-hmm. is covered in now amazing. i looked this up and we have there are comic book lore precedent for the for hulk bending and like molding adamantium not snapping it in half but squishing it now the movie version we the closest thing we have to adamantium is probably the idea of like Captain America's shield. Yeah, vibranium. Right, which isn't the same, but it's similar, like a similar unbreakable material. And we've seen that the Hulk can't break that. Right. So I think movie version, no. I don't think he can just snap it because I think it's strong. I think the idea of that adamantium is strong enough to be like unbreakable. So. Which similarly, I mean, we see Magneto control Wolverine's skeleton a couple times in the movies, but never snaps it in half. Right. It's always like he can manipulate it, but he's not like taking like bones out or anything, which would be very gruesome for a PG-13 movie. <laughs> so maybe that's why. Some plot armor there. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're like, we can't. No, we, we can't let his bones be ripped out of his body. <laughs> Although that has happened in the comics. Um, so I, I think no in the movies. That's my guess. But I don't know. That's like some like inter-universe science that I'm not sure of. So the way we see in this go down would just be maybe Wolverine lasts a little bit longer. Maybe he lasts not long at all. Yeah. Um, but ultimately all he's going to do is really piss off this big green angry monster. Yes. And then just get kind of pummeled, right? And just, just get, He just is going to get pummeled. He's going to get he's going to get either limbs are going to get ripped off or he's just going to get beaten on the ground enough and like with enough punches that his internal organs are all going to be busted. Right. And it's going to be brain damage and he's going to be unconscious quickly. Yeah. He's just going to be squished. Yeah, he will be technically dead, and then he'll heal and come back to life eventually. But he will be technically dead, I think, pretty quickly in this fight. I think Wolverine can hold his own for a while because he's a skilled like tactician, a skilled combatant, even from what we've seen in the movies. But I think eventually, as soon as Hulk gets like a hit on him, it's all over. Yeah. Because that's, like, that's a strength that he hasn't had to face in the X-Men movie universe. Like, I'm trying to think of the strongest... Like, probably the strongest person, I don't know, it, we've seen Wolverine take a really intense hit, but I'm trying to think, the strongest person I think that I can think of in the X-Men universe is, like, Colossus, maybe? I don't think we've ever seen him hit him, so. Yeah, I think as soon as he takes a couple good hits, he's done, though. Me especially too. movie version. Especially movie version. We might do, a li- maybe I'll do another episode where we do, like, comics version of this, because I could maybe see comic book Wolverine taking the fight a couple more times. Yeah. But movie Wolverine versus movie Hulk, it's movie Hulk all the way. I would have to agree. Now, before we finish, I do want to talk about, we mentioned it earlier, Mark Ruffalo versus Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. Obviously in a strength 
uh, or in a feat of strength and of combat, Hugh Jackman takes the cake, right? Okay, yeah. Now, <laughs> let's go on a different different angle of Hugh Jackman versus Mark Ruffalo. Checkers. Hugh... <laughs> Where are you going with this? I was going to go, we're going to have a humanitarian axe off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because Mark Ruffalo loves to get out there. And he loves to to really show people what he's all about, and get and get a, get a face out there, and put a face on some really important issues like fracking and stuff like that. That's great. And you know what? This is actually kind of urging me towards is who's the more eligible bachelor? Oh, that's a good question too. Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, Hugh Jackman is ruggedly handsome. Very, yes. Australian. Australian. That helps. Uh, got Mark, a good singing voice. Got a great singing voice. Mark Ruffalo, though, he's kind of got that kind of got that dad bod thing going on you know what i mean and he's just like the sweetest guy he's just like a really sweet dude and he's like very considerate about the world and he's like woke and he's super yeah. like yeah i don't know that's a toss-up that's a really toss-up i mean like when we're looking at mark ruffalo versus hugh jackman i can't and just like not even in a fight just in general i don't know if i can come away with a, a straight up victor if we pit them as against each other as people yeah. I don't, i'm not comfortable making that choice i think you go home on a Friday night, a late Friday night at the mm-hmm. bar mm-hmm. with Hugh Jackman. Sure. But that you hope you end up with Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you see Mark Ruffalo every day at the office and you're like, I wish I, I, wish I was bringing him to talk to him. <laughs> and, it's, and your friends are like, he's not even that good looking. And you're like, no, he's just out of my league. And they're like, dude, he's not. And you're like, he is. You don't get it. Because you've just got it in your head. That you're so worked up about it. <laughs> oh. Like my... My sister and her friends all had a huge crush on Mark Ruffalo in 13 Going on 30. That's what exactly I was going to bring up. Yeah. And he's because he's just such a nice, charming, like, he's that boy next door. And he's like, yeah, I'll love you forever. Like, I'll support you in everything yeah. you do. And you're like, okay. And yeah. Hugh, Hugh Jackman, I think, too, would do that. But you just you just want Hugh Jackman for that wild ride a little more. That's you know? it. You're like, you're Wolverine. You're from Australia. Yeah. Like, yeah. just take me there. Right. In closing, yeah. we decided that the Hulk would win. Uh, in almost every in almost every uh, uh, area, the Hulk wins, except for if we're trying to tell a really good story, and then the Wolverine wins. Right. I said the Wolverine again. Why am I saying that? Yeah, and that's not even the name of the new movie. No. It's Logan. It's, it's the name of one of the movies. <laughs> why am I saying the name of one of the movies? What is wrong with it? I don't know why I want to make it a title, like that it's being passed down, the Wolverine. Which, like, it is. It kind of is. Anyway. Um, so, Hulk wins. Um, so, sorry for all you Wolverine fans out there. Um, if you want to tell us that we're wrong, or, Sean, you, you, I'll tell, you can tell me I'm wrong, and I'll I'll text Sean, and I will not tell him that you said anything mean. <laughs> I'll say, everybody loved it, and they said you were right, and they said we were both right. Well, you know, full disclosure, I am a much, much bigger Wolverine fan. Me too, me too. I have, a, I have a large collection of, of Wolverine and the X-Men comics specifically um, that I love, and I yeah. love stories with Wolverine in them. Um, I think, and Wolverine also has reached a point of like almost oversaturation right. in movies and comics. Totally. Because he's so popular. But it's, I mean, that's because he's a great character. He's a very interesting character to read about, and he's fun. Exactly, yeah. Whereas, and the Hulk is also a fun character if he's written well, but I think it's harder to write good Hulk stories. It is much harder. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like writing a good Superman story. Like, what do you do with the strongest person in the world? Right. And especially when, when that person is fighting, that you can't relate to them at all because they're just a dumb monster. Right. There's a really cool series going on right now called Totally Awesome Hulk um, in Marvel Comics, which 
you should check out if you if you like comics and you get them. But in it's it's an interesting take on it where Amadeus Cho, who's one of the like top ten geniuses in Marvel Universe, has become the new Hulk, and he retains his intellect when he's the Hulk because he keeps himself from getting too mad where he goes crazy. So he's like not as strong, but he's like this kind of super genius like, but also hormonally charged like teenage Hulk. It's really interesting. It makes oh, cool. some fun stuff. Yeah. But we're going to wrap up here. Uh, if you want to tell me that I'm wrong, and I will not tell Sean, like I said. Uh, Thank you. Can, you. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. You can uh, check us out on Facebook. It's at Super Fights Podcast. Uh, you should be able to search Super Fights and check it out. Or the Super, Fat, Super Fights Cast is the URL. Uh, head over there. You can like the page, get into some discussion, and let me know that I'm wrong. You can also email me at uh, superfightscast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, email me if you think that we're wrong, if you think the Wolverine would win, or if you have any ideas for some other cool matchups coming up, especially if you know there's a movie coming out that you want to talk about. Uh, this one's going to drop right before Logan starts, which, interestingly enough, we didn't cover, but Old Man Logan, the story that this, is ba- this movie is based off of, has him going and killing a lot of Hulks, I think. Yeah. Me, oh, yeah. Those like trailer park. Yeah, Hulks. it's like trailer park hillbilly hulks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is a, it's a really great storyline. If it is really good, it's it's and I'm excited about the movie because of it. So yeah, go watch Logan and listen to this podcast and and uh, where we shit talk Wolverine the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Who's my favorite character? I, I know I love Wolverine, and the whole time I'm like, nah, he's not good enough. <laughs> he's a baby. And his claws are nothing. Um, yeah, that's where you can reach. That's where you can reach uh, me if you want to talk to me about the podcast or let us know any thoughts or suggestions. Sean, anything coming up uh, that you'd like the people to know about? Yeah, um, sure. Uh, if you enjoy improv comedy or think you might, um, I'm on a team called Wet Bus, and we have a show at the famous IO Theater in Chicago um, on Thursday nights at 10:30. Um, so check that out. It's a great show. Wet Bus is a great team. I'm a big fan. I've been a big fan of theirs since the old days. I'm not going to say day one because I wasn't here, but <laughs> since a long time. Uh, awesome. Thanks, Sean. Any uh, online things to plug or just, just the shows? Um, nope. Just uh, just the shows. Awesome. Well, Sean, thank you so much for being in the inaugural episode of the Super Fights Podcast. Thank you for joining us in the arena, and I hope to have you back on sometime. Oh, that'd be awesome. This was a blast. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and this is the end of the Super Fights Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be my close. That's my closing. <laughs> I'm going to come up with a better sign-off, <laughs> but that's it for now. <laughs> thanks, guys. Tune in next time. <laughs>